0: and Pricey Podcast. Dubai 92. Uh, Producer Layla literally just joining us as well in the studio <laughs> and said the exact same thing. She's like, i got a frog in my throat and I'm like, eh, eh, eh. and then it just happened to me.
1: Oh no. Uh,
0: <clears throat> good morning Dubai. <laughs> <sighs> Great start to oh, the morning. Dear. Great start. Oh, Great start. Oh, Great start. Hey, it happens.
1: 6 in the morning. Uh,
0: it's a live radio, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Um, so we were just chatting before the team's here. Producer Roger's busy in Studio B. Your are In uh, with us here, producer Layla, you wanted to bring up something with me, which I'm a little confused about because you and I didn't see each other at all yesterday. Uh,
2: We didn't, but I feel like I saw you. Okay. So my sister called me up yesterday going, I think I've just seen Harry biking around Jumeirah. I was like, (laughs) looking at the time, I was like, yeah, he's probably out and about now. She goes, yeah, he he was wearing a weird vest. (laughs) And I went, yeah, that's definitely Harry. (laughs) Then mum chimes in and goes, the guy has no consideration for pedestrians <laughs> or drivers. <laughs> Completely confirmed the fact. And then she just said she felt bad because she thought you looked really lost.
3: Oh.
0: Are we talking navigation-wise or mentally?
2: Definitely <laughs> both. mentally.
0: <laughs> both. both. I was. Oh. Oh, the
1: vest, obviously. What a
0: stick-up. First thing in the morning. You can hear I'm obviously unwell.
1: Um, was the vest because you want to get a tan? Is that why you do what, what, What's with Brock and the vest?
0: I'm not riding around in, like, the vest that you get with a three-piece suit, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> no, I'm
1: thinking
0: like a... <laughs> not like an 80s boy band. Like
1: a no-sleeve kind of vest, trying yeah. to get the guns out, suns out, all that kind of stuff.
0: Well, if you don't know, around 5, 5.30, I ride my bike every afternoon for canine time. Mm-hmm. When I go around and I meet dogs in the neighbourhood. Met a couple of new dogs yesterday, by the way. Did you really? Oh, yeah. Names? this. Oh, A <laughs> yeah, little cranky sausage dog he was. Um, but there's, yeah, and so I go out, I go there, I go to the supermarket. So, yeah, I kind of had the guns out because <laughs> there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of women walking dogs around. I'm like, may as well show them off a bit.
1: Oh, my gosh. I thought you were getting them out to get like a tan. I didn't think you were getting them out to impress a dog.
0: Bit of both. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I didn't know I was going to be thrown under the bus with this. Also, yep. it would have been nice for your mum and your sister to produce a to maybe... <laughs> Say hello or anything?
2: Mum saw you, could see that you were going to have a chat, so turn the other way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Incoming bog down, I'm out of here. Uh, so yesterday, uh, obviously we, I have a little bit of a nap in the afternoons because I get a little bit tired from waking up so early. And when I woke up in the morning, uh, sorry, when I woke up yesterday, I had a missed call on my phone from like our big, big boss.
0: Yeah, so we've got our boss here, Alan, and then we've got a big
1: Big boss. Our big, 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 big boss, yeah. Yeah. And he, I had a missed call from him, and I was like, oh, oh, that doesn't feel good. What do we do on the show? Trying to think about, like, what we had done, what we had said. I'm like, oh, man, you never get a call from the big, big boss. No, you not
0: never good. do, no.
1: So I called him back, and I'm like, hey. <laughs> like, my voice went up real high pitch. Yeah. He's like, good day, Natalie. And I was like, hey, how you doing? And he's like, oh, you know, I just wanted to give you a call. Um you the heads up you're going to get a phone call um we want we want you to come somewhere like to an event um yeah. but i just wanted to give you the heads up that you're going to get a call from somebody um to invite you to it and i was like oh that's really nice of you thank you for warning me he's like well you know i know what you and harry are like and you probably think you're going to be pranking each other and i don't i just don't want you to say anything rude to this person on the phone because you know you think it's harry so i was like Hey, Thanks That's really exciting I really appreciate it And I get off the phone And I think to myself Man If our big Big boss Is calling us To warn us yeah. Not to be rude Or like swear Or anything On a phone call yeah, What is yeah. he thinking of us
0: uh, Well he's obviously Listening to the show Which <laughs> you could take As a good thing Or a bad thing I'm not quite sure but I'd imagine if he is listening, he now has to warn us to speak politely to people in the public that may call us. It's, it's like, kind of a double-edged sword. Okay, like,
1: hey, listen, you might get a call from someone. Can you just rein it in a little bit? <laughs> lo- lo- ease up on the profanities, and uh, it's not Harry pranking you either, so just go easy on the person.
0: We've got some hard thinking to, to do, I think, but over the know, next I few days. That.
1: It was nice, though. What a protector.
0: Uh, no, it wasn't nice. He was warning us. It was a warning. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it was. 18 minutes past eight this morning. Nine past eight. Good morning. You, you're waking up with Harry and Pricey here. The road's not too good. Lynn is out there on 4009. What's happening?
2: Fly over from al onto um I think there's a broken down truck. So they're diverting all the traffic back up into So you have to do a U-turn and come back. Totally close. I got to it at about twenty
1: to eight, and that's me just back
0: on team now. Four double zero nine to join us. This is say the word. It's a bit like verbal charades. We are given three words. We describe them to you, not using the words. You have to guess them as quickly as possible. No fa- uh, no passes. The fastest of three words wins.
1: Yep. The person that wins is going to get iftar for the family to. Legoland the market restaurant is hosting an awesome family iftar buffet and then you will go over to Legoland for fun colorful and inspirational where awesomeness awaits
0: okay so producer Roger is in the studio as well he's keeping the time so he's going to have uh, an idea of who is going to be the winner I think there will be a clear winner though yesterday's a bit of a train wreck for me I'm not too great at this game not that that should put you off playing with me Sharina from Sharjah how are you doing this morning
2: well right thank you
0: okay uh you're ready to play you know how this works Yes, I am. Okay, I've got the first word. Let's do it. Um, if you go on a holiday and you go to the airport, you go onto the tarmac and then you get on a...
3: Aircraft.
0: Okay, uh, Meghan Markle is now a... She's, um, you know... That's it's...
2: just a
0: yeah, and there's another word for it as well. She's like... She's, Princess. Yep. Um, when you uh, are on a desert island and you dig into the sand, sometimes pirates leave it in there. It's like sunken... Like, uh, it's like a chest sometimes is filled with...
2: Pressure.
3: Oh, oh
0: nice, guys. Sharina, I think I feel a lot better about that one today for Say the Word. Um, producer Roger is keeping the time. And the time to beat,
1: Pricey is thirty-two point zero five seconds. Thirty-two seconds. Round. It would have won the other day. Yeah, that was good.
0: That makes me feel a lot better. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, so you've got to beat thirty-two <laughs> seconds with Laura this morning.
1: Laura, how you doing, hun? I'm good, Prissy. Hopefully, I can beat that for you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Let's do this. Hopefully, we can get this. Yeah, All in right. the bag.
0: You guys ready to play?
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Here we go okay. now.
1: Okay, this is a mode of transport, and it goes choo choo. <laughs> train <laughs> yeah, okay it's a heath ledger movie it's called a something Tale. uh with a la it's a lance hello or uh, the opposite of day is Night.
2: A <laughs> nice
1: a nice tail yeah nice and uh alcoz is full of these um people go and make things in them they're also called uh, workshops or you can wear uh, something else oh no something else um uh, uh you it's yeah, y- uh, it's a... It's oh, I'm oh, so sorry. If,
0: does that mean if Pricey didn't get all
1: three, yeah. I won? Yes! <laughs> My word was factory, by the way. Charlie on <laughs> oh, chocolate factory! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sorry, Laura.
0: Sharina from Shaja unbelievably. Pricey choked and we won. <laughs> <laughs> Yippee. <laughs>
1: well done, Sharina. You and the family off to Legoland where awesomeness wow. awaits.
3: Thank you so very much, Pricey. You're very
0: welcome, honey. Uh, No, I won it for you, Sharina. (laughs) (laughs) We won it together. Pricey's just reading out the prize. (laughs) (laughs) They're so used to you winning. They're just like, thank you, Pricey. Thank you, Pricey. Oh, I like that game now that I want oh, it today. Oh, him.
1: Oh, in high spirits. It was horrible yesterday, but today's a good day. 12 past
3: state you you're
0: with Harry Pricey Morning Dubai.
1: Checking your scandal, Patrick J. Adams. He plays Mike Ross in Suits, which is Meghan Markle's character's love interest mm-hmm. in Suits. So he was at the wedding, the royal wedding, right, with his wife. And when he was flying out of London on the weekend, there was a lady sitting next to him in the departures lounge and she's reading the newspaper and she spots him in the newspaper and and says to him, is this you? And he's like, yeah, that's me. And she starts laughing and she fat shames him to his face saying, you know, you look terrible in this photo. You've put on weight kind of thing. And Patrick J. Adams is just sitting there going, thanks, mate. I didn't ask you, but he didn't say anything. Anyway, a little bit later on, this lady, she falls asleep. She falls asleep in not a very flattering position. Sucked in. So Patrick J. Adams takes a photo of her and posts it to his millions of... Uh, followers on Instagram, yeah, along with a, a caption saying, "This lady's just fat shamed me," you Correct. know, blah, yeah. blah blah. Anyway, he was then attacked for bullying because he put that on his social media. He's since taken it all off, but it was this big old drama, and everyone was getting really angry with him for bullying after being fat shamed. It was just like this thing. Oh, it was it's like, like an a tennis ongoing
0: match. troll tennis match. Yeah, it was yeah. just an
1: ongoing drama. um But yeah, he's since taken it down, and he's apologized and said, "Look, I don't want to talk about it anymore," but you know what, I shouldn't have done it.
0: Oh, that's the best thing you can do is just you just take it down and move on. Like, Yeah. Because you do. You Sometimes you just react. It's reactionary, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So,
1: Especially when you're in the moment and someone's just called you fat and yeah. said you look terrible in a photo and at the wedding as well, the yeah. royal wedding. Mm. You're probably not going to actually respond to that very well. No.
0: So the difference is if someone said that to me, I'd be like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> really just putting it on you're lately. Like,
1: oh, I know. And I've even double spanked and it still looks big.
0: Funny you bring that up. Actually,
1: oh sorry.
0: I did want to talk about something after eight o'clock. Yeah. Um, I am riddled with guilt lately here, especially this week working uh, at Dubai ninety two. I want to come clean about something because I am I am a liar, and I want to just clear the air about something. Okay. That's coming up after this eight o'clock.
1: Alrighty, yeah. we'll do it after eight. I'm intrigued
0: and pricey podcast.
2: Dubai 92.
0: I want to come clean about something this morning on the show mm-hmm. because the last couple of weeks I've been riddled with guilt and also I've been lying to a lot of staff members here and uh, just yesterday I thought, no, I can't do it anymore. It's keeping me up at night, so I want to come clean about
1: something. Oh, I'm so scared. Are we going to have a meeting after the show about this with our boss? Well, we always
0: have a stupid meeting after the show. Wow.
1: You? I thought they were productive and really fun. If you're listening, boss.
0: Um I've been getting a lot of compliments lately from uh, members of the staff here at Dubai 92 and in our buildings at Studio City about how I'm looking. Oh. Um, they're saying you're looking really good, you're losing a lot of weight, uh, you're dieting, that kind of thing. And I've been saying things uh, in reply like, yeah, I've been going to the gym, every afternoon I'm going for a swim, that kind of thing. I've been wearing Spanx to work every day. <laughs>
1: For the last two weeks. Oh, dear. There's more. What did you do? I'm
0: sorry that I'm cheating everyone by doing this as well. You don't even know this either, Pricey.
1: Oh, what have you done?
0: I've been going to the solarium too.
1: Have you really? I knew it. (laughs) I knew it. Because you're looking so tanned.
0: And it makes you look skinny, right? I've been lying to everyone. I ate an entire packet of chocolate biscuits yesterday. <laughs> like I am doing nothing. I am. There is no diet, no exercise.
1: Oh my god. No
0: gym. I'm just wearing Spanx every day and going to the solarium. I'm cheating everyone. Oh, that feels so good getting that off Do my feel fat better? chest.
1: <laughs> yeah, must be very constricted in those Spanx.
0: <laughs> I can hardly breathe over here.
1: <laughs> Next time you tell me you're having a panic attack and you can't feel your chest, I'm just going to say, take the Spanx off, you psycho. <laughs> So my friend, he is currently um, employing some staff at the moment and obviously accepting CVs of all types to see if he can get the suitable person, the suitable candidate. Anyway, through the CVs, he's going through them all and he he um, doesn't usually do this, but he had to share one with me Um and one of them said in the um, kind of skills and attributes section. So you know how you go through all your work experience. You go through like, you know, your accolades and your certificates. Yeah.
0: You throw in a couple of lies. Yeah. Always. And, yeah. and then
1: you you throw in your skills. And it's usually things like Microsoft Office, you know, Word, PowerPoint. Yeah. Excel and all that stuff. So in the skills section of this CV, there was all of that. And there was a few different like programs and stuff. And then one of the things was knowledgeable on browsing the internet.
0: (laughs) Oh, what a skill.
1: As a skill. And I thought to myself, I'm putting that on my CV because I'm really good at surfing the net too.
0: So a few questions, (laughs) and maybe you can answer these, I don't know. Um, Was that impressive to the higher row?
1: Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, well, my friend thought it was funny. Okay. But... You know what? You do need someone that's strong in browsing the internet.
0: (laughs) You do. Everyone knows how to browse the internet. But do they do it well? (laughs) I I don't know what's well. For instance, you have a fantastic skill at browsing the internet. You could give Pricey the favorite color of someone, not even their name or anything, and they will find out, she will find out their entire yeah. family history.
1: Yeah, all I need is a first name. <laughs> <laughs> a first name and a picture. Yeah.
0: Jack, his favorite color is blue. Okay, yep. Here's his mother-in-law. Here's that <laughs> album that when he went to Thailand with an ex-girlfriend. Yep. Blah, blah, blah. yep. So you'd put that on your CV? Oh,
1: yeah, I'd be a great PI.
0: Um, 4009. I, I would love to hear from people, especially if they're, if they're in the hiring game or recruitment game, what yes. you've seen on people's
1: resumes. Definitely.
0: And maybe what you've put on there as well. Because if I'm honest with you, my CV, which I haven't updated in like 10 years.
1: Mm-hmm. What's well, one of your skills?
0: Well, I say that I'm um, <laughs> advanced in PowerPoint and Excel.
1: <laughs> I don't...
0: I don't know how to use Excel.
1: (laughs) Same here. Okay. I think we've all got that, don't we? And I have no idea.
0: And I got, because you know how we've got a friend at the moment who's, uh, she's helping us out with some computer thing. Yeah. And I said, oh, thank you so much for helping us with the PDF. And she goes, it's a PowerPoint. (laughs) I didn't even know what it was. <laughs> Yet on my CV, I've got advanced skills at it. <laughs> we breakfast
3: with Harry and Prissy.
0: Roping up the phones on four double zero nine. If you're a recruiter or you've got a CV, what have you put on it? What's some weird stuff you've seen on your resume as well? And I'll tell you what, we even hook you up this morning uh, for coming on with Holiday Inn, a little staycation there.
1: Yeah, one night stay for two people, including breakfast at Holiday Inn Dubai Festival City. Uh, Don, you've seen something weird on a CV?
3: Ah uh, yeah, well, uh, not so much not so much a CV, but on maybe on a covering letter. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that comes with an application where they've obviously, you know, they're applying for several positions in different locations, but they forget to change the address. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. And uh, that, for me. I just file that right in the bin. That's uh, I mean. It's, <laughs> Oh, Don,
0: oh, I love it. Brutal, just brutal. So, so like you're applying for a job at Microsoft, and you've left Apple at the top. Yeah, is that yeah. what it is? Right? Definitely. Okay. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, your mate is uh, hiring people at the moment.
1: Yeah, he's like uh, he's he's employing and he's collecting CVs at the moment. And um, he had to share with me a skill that he saw on a CV, uh, which was uh, browsing the internet <laughs> amongst you know Microsoft Office Excel, PowerPoint, Word, all that. You know, competent in this also can browse the internet. Oh, legend. Sometimes
0: you just got to fill up that CV so it makes a full <laughs> A4 page. Oh, yeah. So just add a bullet point in there. Uh,
1: so we're asking you a 4009, what is something weird and funny you've seen on a CV or have you put it on your own CV? Yeah, well? if,
0: if you're hiring as well, what have you seen out there? Dave uh, joins us from Rack. What's the story this morning, man?
3: Um, oh, We were hiring for electricians uh, while I was doing a, a, a big project in South Africa. Yeah. And um, this guy just, sent his CV in and for some other reason had veterinary uh, artificial insemination on his CV.
0: Now, oh, I, I don't know much about the electrical industry, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> is that of no use to you?
3: Um, I don't think it would work very well. <laughs> Interesting.
1: And that was under skills. Bizarre. That was
3: underskilled, Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that he came from a phobic background of yeah. some sort.
1: <laughs> oh, you gotta. I mean, I guess you do have to throw it in there somewhere. You're like, well, they need to know this. Yeah.
3: Did he get the job? Uh, unfortunately, I think CV
1: went in the bin. Oh, oh wow. no. See, a lot of CVs going in the bin for <laughs> wow. having bizarre stuff on them. But multi-skilled, though. I, I'm kind of impressed by this. <laughs> this is why you're not in HR, Harry.
0: That's exactly why. <laughs> yeah, I've seen HR a lot, but yeah.
1: <laughs> Dave, thank you so much. No worries. <laughs> Good morning to my happy
0: Tuesday getting to work with Harry and Pricey this morning. Serena's up with the latest uh, little bit of tennis scandal for us next, Serena.
1: Morning, Harry. Well, things don't seem to be looking too good for tennis player Serena Williams, I'm afraid. I'll have all the details for you at 7. So Hugh Grant is getting married later this month. He has never been married before. Did you know that?
0: I thought you said Hollywood heartthrob before the song. I
1: said Hollywood's um, eligible bachelor. Because oh, okay. you know how he was like the guy. In the
0: yeah. 90s It's it, because of Notting Hill Yeah Yeah and he was like You know foppish and confused And I'm just after travel books And women were like Oh <laughs> Are you done? Yeah sorry
1: So he's getting married To his Swedish girlfriend Anna Eberstein Eberstein uh, They were enga- engaged um, Earlier And so now they're gonna Yeah get married Which is cute They've got three children together As well
3: Oh do they? Mm-hmm.
0: That's nice I'm just looking up Google images Yeah yeah she's a hot Oh they look nice together and he's not gone for like some super young like thing no yeah
1: it's nice isn't she, it she's
0: just looks they just look like a normal couple
1: yeah it's really oh, sweet i like that um solo or star wars story it comes out this thursday there was a special screening in dubai last night it got amazing feedback and ron howard has said that he expects the spin-off to be kind of controversial because it's different from the other films in the franchise
0: there was a special screening in dubai last night
1: yeah there was we weren't invited <laughs>
0: <laughs> what a heartbreaking scandal
1: You wouldn't have gone before. anyway. You're a granddad. It started at nine o'clock.
0: I love Star Wars. Yeah. I'm one of the biggest Star Wars fans here. I know easily. you are. I know. I didn't even know about it.
1: No. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> uh, (laughs) Anyway, so Ron Howard, he was brought in to direct the film, and he described Solo as a bit of an experiment, and he said he's fully expecting controversy on this. He's expecting the backlash, but he doesn't care.
0: Star Wars fans are so divided and very vocal Mm -hmm. as well. Uh, There was a movie that came out. I I know I'm explaining this to you for the first time because you don't really know much about Star Wars, No, I don't. When The Phantom Menace came out, I think it was 2000, 2001, there was Mm -hmm. a character called Jar Jar Binks who is still universally hated. Oh really? Yeah, so Star Wars fans, they're very critical about their movies oh, as well. Well, so. I guess
1: Ron Howard knows that too and he's ready for it. He's, he's ready got for his, it. he's armoured up everybody. He's <laughs> oh, ready to go. He's
3: going to
0: have to be honestly, <laughs> they're psycho these fans.
3: The Harry and Pricey podcast.
2: Dubai 92.
3: On the night of the 22nd of May 2017, pop singer Ariana Grande had just finished her performance at the Manchester Arena in front of 14,200 people.
1: There was like music playing while we got up and I was just making my way out onto the stairs and then we heard like this, like a boom sound.
2: At 10.33 last night, the police were called to reports of an explosion at Manchester Arena. You could feel the sound wave hit you. And then just suddenly flash Uh, like a bright flash
3: ariana grande says she won't let hate win she is making an emotional return to manchester england to play a benefit concert before we go any further i
0: want to thank y'all from the bottom of my heart for being here today i love you so so much i want to thank you so much
2: for coming together i love you guys so much and i think that the kind of love and unity that you're displaying is the medicine that the world really needs right now
0: Yeah, if you have just joined us, it's a year to the day today of the Manchester bombing at the Ariana Grande concert. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to uh, we're, we're thinking about it a lot today as well. We remember when it happened; we were on air and yeah. uh, it, it broke, and we were watching it on the television.
1: Yeah, we couldn't believe it. What was going on? Like it just didn't make any sense, really. No. I mean, you know, young children and teenagers and parents. At a music concert. It's
0: supposed to be a fun, enjoyable time. There, uh, there's a lot happening in Manchester today. There is a remembrance service uh, that is happening. Uh, relatives of uh, a lot of the families that were affected by the incident in Manchester will be there today. Also with Prince William and Prime Minister Theresa May of the UK, so they're going to be there. Uh, and the service has been held at Manchester Cathedral Today as well. So there is a lot happening in Manchester to mark the one-year anniversary.
1: Yes. Uh, up next, we're going to chat with Vicky McFarlane. She was at the Manchester Arena watching Ariana Grande at uh, the concert with her daughter, Casey J. Um, so we're going to chat with her next uh, just to see how she's doing and yeah. if everything's okay.
0: What we will say is that um, Vicky didn't want to come on and chat with us live mm-hmm. about it. We talked with her yesterday and it's a pre-recorded chat. Um, you're here. The human side of it and how the tragedy is still affecting people a year on as yeah. well. So we'll get that on for you next. Harry and Pricey, you're waking up with us this morning. 4009, if you do want to join us. It's been one year today uh, of the Manchester bombing at the Ariana Grande concert. This happened in Manchester, United Kingdom. Um, this morning, the UK is going to be waking up to uh, a lot of remembrance services happening in the city of Manchester. Yes. Prince William will be in attendance. Prime Minister Theresa May will be there as well. Thousands of families were affected by this who were in attendance at the concert?
1: Yep. Um, One family we'll be speaking to is Vicky McFarlane. Uh, She and her daughter were there. Her daughter's name's Casey J.
0: Vicky didn't want to come on live, which is completely understandable.
1: 100%, yeah.
0: We chatted with her yesterday. What you're going to hear is how this tragedy is still affecting families a year on. Vicky, you and your daughter Casey J were at the Ariana Grande concert this time a year ago.
2: Yeah, that's right.
0: It's been, it's been a year on. How are you doing?
2: It's a year on, but I think this is going to stay with us in the year that's passed. I don't think there's a day that's passed that I haven't thought about it.
1: How has life changed for you since then? Do you have a different perspective on things?
2: Yeah, I definitely think about things a lot differently these days. I would say that I probably find myself to be a lot more anxious, uh, worry about things maybe a a bit more. Since this happened, um, I now realise that these things, things like this do happen. Mm. Um, It's not just something that you see on the telly, That'll never, you know, that won't happen. It, it does.
0: You are attending the concert with your daughter, Casey J. How's she doing?
2: Casey J's okay at the moment. She went through a tough time, maybe a, a few months after the event, where she thought that me or her dad were going to die and she was going to lose us. And it was quite traumatic for her she uh, didn't want to talk to anybody about it, and we didn't want to push her so i I spoke to somebody myself, and he kind of advised me on how to deal with things as best as we could and She's a lot better now um she doesn't speak about the event at all, i mean it's it's hard for us as adults to try and make sense of this, and i mean there there's no sense to be made of it so For a child, you know, it, it must just be so much harder.
1: Yeah. Did you and Casey go to the One Love concert?
2: Yes, we did go to the One Love concert. I wasn't sure if we were going to go, I was really scared, especially the morning that we got up to go, there had been another terror attack in London, but we went there and i'm so glad we did because it was it was just amazing it was you know you felt you were with you, you had a connection with the people that were there and it it made it made some much better memories for us it was such a strange feeling i won't forget it you just felt kind of this strength mm. and you thought no you're not going to you know you you're not going to stop us you're not going to have us live in fear yeah. so I'm glad we went back down and uh, KCG was able to lay some flowers at the arena and we were able to spend some time to grieve with them. It's going to be something that's, that's kind of with us for the rest of our lives but what I, what I would like to say is we were very fortunate there's some families that aren't as fortunate as what we were and they're the families that I think about kind of daily, and, you know, we have to remember them every year.
0: Vicky, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. 19 minutes away from eight, morning Dubai. These guys touring at the moment, no word yet if they're bringing it to Dubai. I would love to see them live again.
1: That'd be so good. So
0: good. That's a Killers. Harry and Bryce getting into work this morning. Serena's on the way. Meghan Markle still making the headlines, Serena. Yeah,
1: well, she's now the Duchess of Sussex, of course, after the royal wedding. And it seems one of her family members got into a... Spot of hot water, should I say, of, of just after the royal wedding. I'll have the details for you at eight.
0: Yay!
2: Or nay! This
0: is where our producers will fire off some scenarios, questions, current affairs, sometimes even singular words at us. <laughs> We have three seconds to answer yay or nay. No fence sitting this morning. Producer Layla joins us in the studio.
2: Hello, let's get into it. Talking to people's pets like they're your own. Three,
0: two, one. Yay.
1: Yay. I do that.
0: Why wouldn't you? It. Are we sociopaths?
1: <laughs>
0: what do you walk into someone else's house and go,
1: Oh, hello there, Mr. Doggy. My name is Harry. Introduce yourself. The dog's not going to know. Do you know what I find that I do Sorry, that, that was a bit makes weird. me a little bit uncomfortable? I sometimes speak to my friend's children like their pets. Like a, there's no, <laughs> there's no differentiating between my pet speak and my child speak. Is that weird? Oh, it's. I'd just be like, "Hey, little Jack! Oh, little Jack! Aren't you just so cute?" Like I'm speaking to
2: a, a pet. I can't help it.
0: It's not. That's not funny. Same it's actually,
2: communication levels, to be fair. It's
0: more heartbreaking, really. Like that. That's the kind of life of a crazy cat woman. Is it really? Yeah, you got to pump out some kids soon.
2: <laughs> wow. No,
0: like of your own, you know. Yeah, yeah I know what like, you mean. Yeah, I'm just. It just breaks my heart a little bit pricey.
1: How do you speak to children?
0: I don't speak to children.
1: (laughs) Do you speak to them like they're adults? Yeah, I do actually. (laughs) Oh, that's annoying. I say
0: you have food all over your face, you little grub. Wow. Wow. Very
2: nice. Right, right. number two, picking off of a friend's plate. Yay. Yay. I
1: do that. I know and sometimes I'm mid-pick and then I realise I'm being really rude and I can't and just like, oh sorry, (laughs) forgot to ask you first
0: I know why she's brought this up
1: Did you do it? Oh yeah Yeah. I know and you know what, so we were at lunch the other day and producer Layla had ordered food and you had and you were picking off her plate (laughs) and I thought that you wanted to take that home
2: I was going to but yeah.
1: were,
0: you, were you really? And you, oh, <laughs> I'm so sorry I didn't know yeah, Why right. didn't you just say?
3: Because I felt bad You really wanted it I
0: could have ordered Some more food Like yeah. What you knew that too? Yeah oh, So could... I'm the one In the group Where everyone's like Oh Harry's turning up everyone Yeah
1: don't sit next to Harry He'll <laughs> eat all your food
0: Oh <laughs> I'm so sorry I didn't know You should have taken it home Because it was delicious
2: <laughs> <laughs> Alright Number three Canoeing.
1: Three, two, one. Yay.
2: Nay.
0: Yay, big yay on
1: that. You love a good canoe.
0: I have a few reasons why. Okay, go. When we were children,
1: <laughs> there was a
0: commercial on television in Australia for a beverage called Solo.
1: <laughs> you know not Yeah. About.
0: In the commercial... Um... <laughs> The solo man who represented the beverage solo. Solo man. They were trying to sell, obviously, the idea of manliness and masculinity. And in the commercial, he would canoe, like, down the side of a cliff
2: into the sea, get
0: into the sea, crack open a can of solo, and women would just throw themselves at him. And I think subconsciously, that always stayed in my mind. So I went to the point here in Dubai of buying a canoe. And bought a canoe. I used it twice. <laughs> it's a complete waste of money. <laughs> I never did it.
1: Oh, How many cliffs were you going down in that canoe? I was. <laughs> you were barely getting out to the,
0: shore or to the sea. I, was, yeah, I wasn't even getting out to the sea. Uh, so yeah, I'm a big I'm a big believer in canoeing. It's fair, a lot of people, it's huge here in Dubai. <laughs> I
1: can't it. canoe, and especially the dual cab canoeing. That just annoys me because it's like you don't ever get in unison. One person's gone more than the other. Mm. You start hitting your oars.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or you just coordinate it with someone.
1: Well, you got. <laughs> you know the, to- the key is you sit at the back. Same with yeah. t- tandem bike riding. Sit at the back. Yeah, right? no, what, you're not doing anything.
0: So you can just do the least amount of work. Yeah. yeah. Is that just your maximum <laughs> for life, or <laughs> the Harry and Prissy podcast
2: to buy ninety two.